Hey everybody, happy Friday. Season 4, episode 21, Marge and Chains. Throw over to Nick. How did you know that my uncle does that? Does he no, do that? Joking. Who, no, he doesn't. Uh, I was really just trying to, a witty response. What That is, that could be anyone that was injured during the show. <laughs> I wasn't even in <laughs> That's how bad that was. That was supposed to be Homer's drooling sound. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You know when his like, yes. tongue hangs out can, the side of his mouth? I can like, picture that. Yeah, Absolutely. The yeah. drool. That's iconic. Yeah. I didn't really get I didn't really do the whole... I didn't go full into it, though, because to do that sound, you do have to kind of hang the tongue to the side of your mouth a bit. And, and Homer's actually, got a really long tongue. Yeah, yeah, he really does. Yeah, actually, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Um, in perspective to his face, he's able to like put it around <laughs> the back of his neck. It doesn't make any sense, actually. Yeah. But that's uh, that's some interesting genetics. Cartoons don't have to make sense, right? We've learned that's that true. from the show. Um, before we get started, uh, give a shout out to uh, our friend Rivers there, our listener Rivers. Yeah, they, they kind of bailed us out there, right? Uh, yes, so I, I'm currently on vacation, and uh, I had gotten this email from Spotify. I'm like, oh, it's a phishing scam. Spotify never sends me stuff. And uh, it was like, yeah, this person commented on your episode. I'm like, you can comment on an episode via Spotify? No it's idea. Like, That's I had interesting. No idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, Nick and I haven't done a podcast or anything like this before. This is like all new territory mm-hmm. for us. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Rivers, who has a lovely display picture of Snoopy listening to cassette tapes, it looks like, is very fitting for Spotify as well, said, uh, Shane went missing for a bit, ex- exclamation point. I was like, oh, did I... And I checked back in my uh, my premiere edit, and I had indeed, when I cut out something for you, I think there was like some rumbling in the background. I had also cut out a snippet of me. That's pretty crazy because I, did, I didn't catch that. I typically, I'll listen back to our episodes, and that's not to, to listen to us talk. It's to make sure that there's nothing missing or that, you know, some there's there's something weird in that sense, right? Like sound gets dropped. Uh, the audio just kind of spikes for a random five seconds or something like that. Make sure the audio quality mm-hmm. is pretty level and, you know, just do a little little check. And so I completely missed it. Didn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Rivers. Yeah. Shout out, uh, shout out to Rivers. And, you know, we can't be having that kind of um, lack of quality because Ed Sheeran is coming on. We got That's it. true. Yeah. Well, I, I just – I've this, today uh, at the time of this recording was day three of trying to get Ed Sheeran. We have a couple of different things already we're offering him. We're offering him a brand new... I was told new... I look like Ed Sheeran, which I find insulting. I don't know. <laughs> what? Who told you you look like Ed Sheeran? Uh, the height of the... Like, just when the pandemic started, started, I did my first, like, online dating thing. Yeah. Where it's like, we talked for, like, a month before we actually met up in person. Yeah. Because uh, of COVID and all that jazz. That Those were the days. But uh, I think it's because... Uh, my monitor, I usually have like the night light setting on. So I guess maybe my hair looked a little orange. Maybe. Even though I have like brown hair with highlights of gray. It it doesn't make any (laughs) sense because like, yeah, they must have, or maybe this person was partially blind or something because you don't have red hair for one. No. You have a beard. Ed does not have a beard. Sure. Or if he does, it doesn't look anything like yours. Ed has kind of like scrag, not scraggly, but like that shaggy mop top kind of haircut. You do not have that type of haircut. Ed's got a kind of a rounder face, and you don't. Not like, not Fair even enough. close. I, I maybe would... the nose. I'll give him the nose. Maybe. I maybe. A, yeah, we do kind of have that 
European nose going on. Yeah. But uh, besides that, yeah, I, I ran with it because I liked her. Right? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you should. You should. In, have my, said... in my mind, I'm like, most people say Ed Sheeran is like the ugliest artist <laughs> of our time. <laughs> Poor uh, please come on the show still. Though, oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Even though Shane just called you ugly, yeah. But we've we've got all sorts of nice gifts and stuff like that. Like uh, a brand new used 1997 Toyota Corolla. An entire bottle of Mr. Sub Sub Sauce. They sell that now. You can just get the whole uh, bottle of Sub Sauce, the best Sub Sauce out there. Uh, and uh, then my I th- contribution is I have about, uh, since January, all of my Garfield Ripaway Calendar comics, which would be new to him. Like the daily you know? ones you're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. So he see? gets January 1st. It's like like that's, that's six value. months of Garfield. And then I even, I think today, I, on day three, I think I said a stuffed otter wearing a Pittsburgh Penguins jersey. So there's all sorts of different goodies for Ed to have if he, or not if, when he comes on, he'll have to collect those, but the disclaimer is that I might not actually have all those things. So uh, we're getting into margin chains here, almost on season four. And um, the first thing that I think of when I think of this episode is the, you know, how Marge ends up getting arrested with the whole bourbon thing at the Quickie Mart, the accidental thing, which is kind of a, you know, dumb thing to get in trouble for. Uh, it spawns some hilarity, but it's still kind of dumb. Um, yeah. What was the stupidest thing? We've, I think some of these things we may have already talked about. What was, this, what was the That's stupidest fine. thing you ever got in trouble for? I'm, ass- I'm assuming you've never been arrested, right? No, I've never been arrested, no. Um, hmm. But the dumbest oh, thing you okay. ever got in trouble so for? Okay, so in high school, uh, in a computer lab where most people mess around when they should be working, mm-hmm. uh, I was messing around with the... Uh, admin accounts. So uh, I was just playing around and changing teachers' uh, phone numbers. How did you get in there? How did you do that? It was just whoever our IT person was, I guess, at our high school had not really protected that side of the Microsoft account page. So (laughs) I got a talking to from the... uh, uh, Who's that guy that's in charge of disciplining people? The, uh, Not the principal, superintendent. The, yeah, I guess it. Uh, I guess he was the superintendent. Yeah, I only, that's the only time I ever saw him. I was just goofing around. I was gonna change him back. I was just like, I guess bored in computer lab. It was law class, which I had no. You broke the law while in law class. Indeed, wasn't that that is so? That would be the stupidest thing. It's really dumb. I like How to. Th- I like to think there's some poor T-shirt there who like. Uh, they needed a call because it was like an emergency situation, but they couldn't find their number because you messed up all their numbers. And yeah, then, like, like somebody uh, died in the They missed oh, yeah, some, They missed saying somebody missed saying goodbye to their like grandma or something because you changed somebody's phone numbers. So think about that shit. You cost somebody a. They uh, could send out a woof. Yeah. Okay. See that then would make a would lot get more to sense. A, yeah. Yeah, that would be. Um, I think the dumbest thing. I think I brought this up before. Pretty sure I have. Anyways, was in the seventh grade. And uh, either you went home for lunch or you stayed for lunch and you couldn't leave school property. So uh, seventh grade, by that time I was staying for lunch and uh, there was a convenience store across the street, like directly across the street from my public school, elementary school. And uh, there were a couple of us and literally we went to just go get some snacks. I went to go get some gum. Some others, you know, got some chips or whatever. We were just going to get a couple of snacks. Uh, There was this crusty old crossing guard, like, and I'm talking about not just figuratively crusty, literally crusty. Not the clown, but like literally dirt crust. You could see it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Good old, good old crudler. And mm. she, because she clearly had nothing better to do, saw us go across the street, 
went inside our school and told our principal, these kids are going across the street and I think they're staying for lunch. And then, so we were in the store, right? We were in there for, I don't know, five, ten minutes. Ten minutes max. Ten minutes max. We come outside the store. We turn, we go left to go back to school. Who's standing there outside the store? Our principal. And uh, he just looks at us. He's like, you guys, uh, were you going out for lunch today or were you staying for lunch? We're like, oh, we went, we went to Pizza Pizza. He's like, yeah. All right. See, that was our first giveaway because nobody goes to Pizza Pizza, an Ontario chain that has garbage pizza. So that was our first, um, you know, kind of mistake. So we go into the <laughs> – he brings us all into the office. There's like six of us. So we wait there for a few minutes. He comes out like a mo- like it was right out of a movie or TV show. He like, he, he like puts his hands in his pockets and like knocks his suit jacket back a bit. He just goes, pizza, pizza, eh? Oh, And no. so he knew. He's like, I know you didn't go. And – and so me being a smart ass, of course, was like, what's the difference had we actually gone to Pizza Pizza and then on the way back to school grabbed the stuff versus just eating lunch here, going across the street and coming back? He's like, you can't leave school property if you stay for lunch. I was like, well, that, doesn't make any, that doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. So the vice principal goes out and they were they were giving us all like hard detention. I'm talking like a full oh, week, wow. hours detention. Okay. So the principal, the vice principal, uh, I believe her name was Miss Sharp, goes to, she go, she calls my mom at work. You know, my mom's. She had a pretty, pretty intense job, um, where she was working stuff like that. Probably didn't want this phone call in the afternoon. Probably busy with something. And Miss Sharp's like, "Your son's in trouble. He's gonna be uh, getting a week detention here. Borderline. They were gonna suspend us. They had thought of suspending us." And uh, my mom's really? like, "What? What are you wow. talking about? What do you do? Did he, did he hurt somebody or, or whatnot? Like, did he? What, what did he do? Did he fight a teacher or something?" And uh, like, "No, no. He went across the street uh, when he was on lunch." Uh, he apparently he went to go buy gum. My mom's like, so? And uh, she's like, well, we weren't sure if he had permission or not. Mom's like, he had permission. You're gonna you're giving my son detention or thinking about suspending him <laughs> to go buy some gum? You're an idiot. And hung up the phone on the vice principal. And so some of the people, some of the other students, they couldn't reach them. And while their parents did end up saying, uh, like, oh, whatever, who cares? Type of thing that's dumb. Later in the week. That night, because they couldn't, they still had to serve their detention because they couldn't get in contact with their parents. My mom, I'll never forget my teacher's face coming out, or the principal's face, vice principal, and she's like, Nick, you just go. And it was just that, and she didn't look at me. She was clearly angry. I was like, oh, okay, this is weird. I get home, and my mom's like, I can't believe they called me. I was like, I was about to, I could have smacked her through the phone. What an idiot. I was like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that sounds about right. So that was probably the dumbest thing that I ever got. Uh, in what shop. kind of gum was it? But it was, I believe it was some sort of bubblicious. I, I like that's worth it. Might have been yeah. Bubba, depending shout on what's out to Hubba Bubba or Bubblicious. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to. They only uh, last like two minutes, but flavorful. Shout out to the tape. Remember the tape? Hubba Bubba tape. I do remember the tape. Yeah. I, there were some crazy psychopaths that would bite into the roll of tape. That's just it. you go prison. You go right oh, yeah. to prison. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. just ignorant. Go to one one floor of the cuckoo's nest. You get you know lobotomized. It's like yeah. the people who buy cheese Absolutely. strings but don't peel it. You just eat it. Prison automatically. You might as well just buy like a brick of cheese. You might as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, just bite into that. Um, so, Margin Chains, the actual episode here, instead of us rambling. Uh, I have not as good memories as many of the episodes in season four. I have like zero with this one. Yeah. And, and you know why that is? Is because I've, I distinctly remember I didn't really understand when I was pretty young. I'm talking like 8, 9, 10, 11. I didn't really get what was going on. Like, I didn't get the whole... Uh, over the top of it that somebody would go to prison and have this whole trial and stuff like that based on an accidental thing of stealing Kentucky bourbon from a convenience store. Um, 
there are some really funny bits than when I was jogging my memory for this one, I was like, oh, yes, she goes to prison, there's trial and stuff. Like, the ending with the Jimmy Carter thing and, and that whole thing, I didn't get it. So, based on that, I'm going to actually go with a B plus and give this one a 7.9. I have a feeling that's probably going to go up, especially when I know the trial scene parts are really funny. But there's still that part of me that hated this episode and still kind of does because I didn't get it when I was a kid. What about yourself? You know, I'm pretty much Gandalfing this one. I have no recollection of this place. Um, I'm going to go in with a seven. I honestly have no fond memories of this episode at all. I, th- um, I think when it gets going, especially off the beginning, there's a very, um, not well, still sort of timely intro to this episode. And it has one of the best kind of random ass one-off things of all time um as soon as you as soon as you see the intro you're gonna remember it be like oh crap i forgot this intro was in this episode i hope it's better than a seven you know this is season four i think it is and i think this is one of those ones that kind of sits in the back of your mind because when you were a kid you were probably the same way as me and it doesn't really hit home as much but i think it's going to surprise us especially because yes now that i remember it the you and i had this disease back in uh the winter and uh, we both got sick. So it's a great intro. I think the intro is stronger actually than the overall episode, but I still think we're going to be a little bit, we're probably going to be bumping up these scores. So let's see if we're we're uh, right in, I guess, correcting our nostalgia, if that makes sense. Let's find out. Let's get going on Margin Chains. Okay, wait for the barn burner here, Shane, that I have for you on our on this day when this one aired, all right? So this okay, one, I'm ready. Yeah. This one came out on May 6th, 1993, right? Right, um, Bart also old. says in the chalkboard egg, I do not have diplomatic immunity, which there's, see, there's another joke right off the bat where, you know, if you're eight, you have no idea what the hell that means. But <laughs> May 6, 93, this one comes out. So there was a certain country in the world on this day. Mm-hmm. They said, you know what? Our anthem, our national anthem, it's too slow. we got to up the mm-hmm. tempo here. we got to figure it out. Guess what country it was that said, oh man, we, we got to, we got to fix our anthem here a bit. Uh, Yemen. Um, you're in the right territory of obscurity. Oh, okay. Well, I, I don't know if I think can... more. Think I more, was never uh, very good with geography. Think more um, Asian. Oh, Southeast um, Asian. I think that's the right geographical area. Give you a hint. Starts mm-hmm. with an M. Oh, Malaysia. No. I don't know what country. Malaysia. Oh, see, I said that really. I under heard. My breath. I heard you say that yeah. really quietly. I was like, "He's got I was it. just I not. I was not confident. Got to go with your instinct. But yeah, they sped their anthem up. It's 14 minutes. They're like, "Oh, it's too long. We got to go to seven. That is too long. Imagine playing them in any sport. I have no Gosh. idea if it's that long, but I'm assuming it probably is. You can only oh, I see. This is what I'm talking about. I can't believe they invented it. See, I forgot. See, I I go on YouTube and I pull up this clip all the time, but I didn't. I forgot it was from this episode. I buy one of the doggy door, man. It's awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just good writing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm su- I'm ex- uh, disappointed the car didn't explode. I'm Troy McClure, star of such films as P is for Psycho and The President's <laughs> Neck is Missing. But now I'm here to tell you about a remarkable new invention. Here we go. Oh man. Okay, it goes up a point just for this. Yeah. This was the only way to get How? How did that had to be Conan? That had... <laughs> Have you ever tried doing it? It's such a good bit. 
Have you ever tried doing that just for the sake of trying it? Squeezing an orange full of acidic acid in my eye? No. I might try it just for just to see what happens. But won't we have to pay those outrageous grocery store prices for something the farmer probably spit in? Not anymore. That's true. Farmers spit in every everything of orange juice. Every single one. It gives antibodies. It's smart. You put in like ten oranges. <laughs> I had a juicer briefly. Did it work? It did, but then I did further research, and the fiber in fruit is really what you want. Like, it, you want... It's better to blend. Yeah. Look at chest pains from answering the phone. That's a great line. And here's how... People predicted... You'd see incorrect memes about this is uh, Simpsons predict the coronavirus, but of course, if you say that, you're just, I guess, kind of ignorant because this is Japan and not China. Yeah, it's uh, very different. I do like the visible flu, how they actually they were able to draw that. And it oh, looks yeah, that like, was brilliant. That was yeah. great. Never gonna come. Hey, Dad, this came for you in the mail. Ever since watching this episode, though, or this clip over and over, whenever I open a package like I get from eBay, I'm like, hmm. You think you're gonna get attacked with germ bugs? <laughs> exactly. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Did you ever um, do the grocery wipe down thing during the height of COVID? Like, like wipe down each individual yeah. grocery thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, right, right at the beginning. I, I don't miss that at all. No, like March, April, May, 2020, we did that. Yeah. That was that was butt. I love this wig. I'm shooting at it. I do yeah. like that. How it's like they, they make it like a monster. And the sick Godzilla. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Three hundred. <laughs> that's nothing. Coronavirus. Chrono. I'll show you how it's done. Oh yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I just okay. So when Otto's sitting there, is is he being hit with Arnie's barf? Is that the joke? Yeah, that's it. Holy yeah, crap! Barf right in his mouth. I thought he was just being attacked by the virus. I didn't. I just realized that. Wow. Yeah. I would. I would try to do this joke, joke or not really a joke, but I would try to get out of school by hyping up my. Exagger my exaggerating your temperature. Oh yeah, I hate going to school. Grade school specifically. Yeah, your teachers are mean to you. They hit you with sticks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Two, two different sticks. The whooping stick and the non whooping stick that was also yeah, still that a whooping was a whip, stick. too. Yeah. yeah. That's good visual. That'll actually happen if you tie your tongue to a brick. Oh, yeah. And throw the it's brick not... out the window. I like how he puts it in reverse, too. Like the brick. Yeah. And then the cactus. The <laughs> right through the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that might be one of my favorite, like, top three itchy and impy and chimpies. See, it's only an epidemic, not a pandemic. Didn't, and a lot of people did that. A lot of people, a lot of rich people still went and traveled. Didn't Ted Cruz do that when Texas had a big power outage or something? Didn't he, didn't he go to, like, Mexico or something? I think you're right, yeah. And when all the lockdowns were happening, private jet sales went through the roof. Oh, yeah. Who the devil are you? 
My name is Mr. Burns. Don't! We need a cure! We need a cure! <laughs> Why, the only cure is bed rest. Anything I give you would only be a placebo. Where do we get these placebos? Maybe there's some in this truck. Yep. That was a worry in the U.S. in the 90s. Wasn't there supposed to be some sort of thing where, like, there were a bunch of killer bees coming up from Central America? Uh, people forget, but the pandemic... I think it was before... Was it before or after the pandemic? But the, uh, the killer bee, or the killer hornet, was making its way into the States. Basically, exactly what you said. Yeah, oh, there was another... Yes, yes, there was the more recent one. That's right, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. This is a really obscure reference I'm going to throw, but if anyone knows, and it's fitting because we're kind of Osaka, Japan, but there is a whole slew of videos called Japanese bug fights, and uh, that hornet fights other insects. That sounds like something you'd go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I love how Flanders is watching Married with Children, which would have been still pretty popular. Horrible, horrible show. Yeah. Watch Fox and be damned for all eternity. I love that. Flintstones chewable morphine. I asked for mm -hmm, that almost mm -hmm. every time my wife goes to the grocery store. I grew up on those Flintstone vitamins. They were like the best-selling vitamins. Whoever came up with that, fantastic. Nothing beat the orange ones. Nothing. Orange ones were good. I think I liked the grape ones. No, you didn't. Nobody liked the grape ones. No? Mm. There was orange, grape, and something else, wasn't there? Uh, I think there were... Cherry. There was cherry. There was cherry. Yeah. The cherry? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe cherry was my favorite. I usually like cherry flavored candy. Yeah. Lobo, OJ, morphine, Lobo. <laughs> it is a lot. Like, more Lobo. It is a lot going out grocery shopping after a full day's work. Especially if you're not feeling good. Anytime you can go to the grocery. I actually, uh, I Uber eats uh, when I was sick, when I had, remember when I was sick back in January and we took some time off? I, uh, oh yeah, I yeah, remember I, you had uh, something bad, yeah. Yeah, I did that for the first time and actually ordered it through Uber Eats and got, uh, it was handy because, you know, I got my cough medicine and some Gatorade and some something else, uh, yeah. We're not nice. sponsored or anything, but if you're in the GTA area, I actually really recommend Voila. It's uh, really convenient. It's Sobeys, you know, farm boy, you get it shipped to your place. Thanks, Voila. Me bad want money now. We said name, pay sure, us. Yeah. You pay now. But if it's an honest mistake, I feel like, and like they loyal customers, they know Marge there for yeah. years. It's not like she's just some random lady who came. They've known yeah. Marge for years. I feel like the shoplifting laws are so lenient. Like, if you don't steal over what is it, X amount, uh, they really don't care. Yeah, you just in certain places. I'm assuming you just put it back. Maybe at some places. What was that sign? I can't believe. There's one that said gum for less. Yeah, Smoking Monkey! <laughs> Smoking Monkey. Oh, I forgot about that. I want one of those. <laughs> I wonder if anyone on Etsy has one. Ah, one of my hounds would eat it. Uh, probably, yeah. I get that nicotine. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, replace the word kinda with the word repeatedly, and the word dog with son. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> Look, Mark, I'll just Good joke, and I'm sure he'll be reasonable. <laughs> I'd like you to drop the charges against my wife. No offense, but we're putting that bitch on ice. 
Now come on. I'm your best Yeah, he is. Like, oh. wow. Why? I don't understand this from Apu. It doesn't make sense. Hmm. I guess he hasn't really found his character yet. This is out of character in my opinion. Yeah, we don't we haven't seen that much of Apu yet. No, this isn't an Apu episode. Not yet. Still holding my judgment. Let the word go forth from this time and place. Marge Simpson <laughs> is a shoplifter. Hey! In other news, the chick in the crying game is really a man. Ooh. I mean, man. The hell is the crying movie. game? I don't know. And last Christmas, Marge made us gingerbread men. Oh, See? that is, uh, that shirt that he's wearing is straight up just, uh, Yeah, yeah it's, that's full, uh, uh, what's his name? The Diddler. Yeah. Uh, the Diddler. Bill Cosby. There you go. Yeah. The King of Diddlers. See, I didn't understand. This is the part of the episode where it started to lose me. I didn't really understand what was happening. <laughs> About how, like, yeah. the gossip around town was making Marge into this villain. The thing is, gossip, it pretty much workplace gossip between your friends. Like, it's just, it happens. It sucks that it happens, but I don't know. Telephone game, they teach us that in kindergarten. Definitely applies. Yeah, that's that's true. There will always be somebody who loves to... Like, that's their thing. Kind of like yeah, uh, Helen Lovejoy. Absolutely. There's always Helen Lovejoy. And that's not a there woman thing, that's El a man. Barto. Yeah, there's two in this episode. There's one outside the Quickie Mart, too. This is almost like uh, the Chewbacca defense in South Park, remember? Oh, yeah. That's like season three of South Park, something like that? I think it's two. I think it's the one where uh, they do the Moo days. South Park needs some more episodes. South Park needs some good episodes. Their last couple seasons have sucked. I... Uh, yeah. Oh, look, the COVID ones were terrible, and... The, I like uh, the last one, or uh, the chat GPT episode. I enjoyed that one. I haven't got that far yet. They pooped on Harry and Megan, didn't they? Oh, that one was great. It's the worldwide privacy tour. Yeah, that was great. I love how... See, and I didn't get that, too. Like, they were blaming Marge for the assassination of Kennedy. Didn't get it. Brownest of the brown liquors. <laughs> you want me to drink you, but I'm in the middle of a trial. Excuse me. Ah, Phil Hartman, you're so good. Hello, David. I'm really tempted. Just take it one day at a time. And he'll be right back at the beginning of David Crosby, back at the beginning of season five. If that is your real name, have you ever forgotten anything? No. In fact, I can recite five to 40,000 places. The last digit is one. If you never forget anything, tell me this. What color tie am I wearing? You are wearing a red and white striped club tie in a half Windsor knot. Oh, I am, am I? Is that what you think? Well, if that is what you think, I have something to tell you. <clears throat> something that may shock Meanwhile, the entire court, yeah, how is besides it? <laughs> the judge and Apu, can tell what he's doing. <laughs> I'm not wearing a tie at all. <gasps> I am wrong about that. 
Maybe I am wrong about Brilliant lawyer. No further questions. That, Kids, it, I in theory, that's a great move. Going to prison. Like even just to quiz him on it. Sure. But yeah. then, but then to like to hide it. Is he the black guy on the mod squad? <laughs> It's, but it's wouldn't good. it just but it wouldn't be make on any sense? The yeah. Seas- of course, it'd be on the camera. Of course, that she would. stole it. Yeah. If there's one thing America needs, actually, the camera would show that she completely forgot about it. Probably. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the world without lawyers. I love that. Yeah. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I like how David Crosby's now in the audience too. Mr. Hunt. Oh, his buddy was uh, in need. Yeah. There for support. But nobody told him he has no pants on. Or underpants. <laughs> he's, like, he's so disappointed. Oh. Yeah. That's why you're the judge and I'm the law talking guy. The lawyer. Right. The foreman will pass the verdict to the bailiff. Oh, there's Buddy from the plant. Nay. No, not that guy. The other guy. The guy who retires. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he, he's keeping busy. read the real verdict? He sounds like same. He's, he's, that's the exact same. Yeah, yeah. it's just droopy. Sounds just like that dog from Dro- whatever. Yeah, droopy. Yeah, which is basically my basset hound. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that is a diverse group of people. <laughs> I'd love to get the backstory of what happened there. Don't worry, mom. I'll bust you out of there just as soon as I get a cocktail dress and a crowbar. Another person dressing up in a cocktail dress. Yeah. That's what, three episodes in a row? A little bit of a theme this season, yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't get that as a kid. It's just the weird visual. It is, yeah. You're really not expecting it. This episode's a little bit all over the place. It, it really is. It kind of jumps up, especially the second act. The second act has just jumped everywhere. First act was really good. Especially the transition to how... Sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. First act's solid. We've heard behind bars, our story's secure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm taking this thing to Mexico. <laughs> The whole store. Nice. Did you see the sign for the uh, this, the? What was it six hundred and seventy-eight? Yeah, but it's it or... just said it just said Shelbyville, North Haverbrook, Mexico City. Right. Yeah. Knock knock. I'm Marge Simpson, your new cellmate. I'm Phillips. They call me that because I killed my husband with a Phillips head screwdriver. For those not uh, in the. In the know, a Phillips is what some people would call a star screwdriver. Very good. And the other one is called a Robertson, which is a square head to most. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first lobsters. God, yeah. this makes me want to see Pinchy. Oh goodness, that's Tattoo Annie. It's a great keg. Shoulder blades closed. Did you read Mad Magazine? I did. Uh, no, but I saw those cartoons of uh, Spy versus Spy. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be me as a dad. Excuse me. 
But I think if we all do our fair share, we can keep this house clean. <laughs> yeah, I'll, that'll be me if, if this would basically be me if my there's another Elbardo in the fridge. Yeah. After ten minutes, they're running out of clean clothes. They both have the same teal stain. <laughs> oh, what a great visual! Another man in a dress. That's all. Yeah, that's they're three. really experiencing their feminine side. Yes, I actually gave it to somebody once. You put peanut butter on a playing card? Yeah, pack of sugar, peanut butter on a playing card. Let's play. <laughs> <laughs> so we've now seen all three generations of the Simpson men in dresses in the last three episodes. Yeah. We literally just saw that, like, a couple episodes ago. Evil Homer and that, like, that, yeah. yeah. I am evil Homer. Well, Grandpa, find the gator! <laughs> See, I didn't get this part either. I, th I, I thought yeah. I thought Marge was like killing Homer here. The trailers knocking. Trailers are rocking. Don't come a knocking. Marshmallow squares. Sorry, Marge Simpson makes those. Oh darn! Mm. You would have eaten those, didn't you? Would have you had marshmallow salad? You would have had marshmallow squares, whatever that is. That's true, yeah. Exactly what Marge Simpson's marshmallow squares bring in. <laughs> Who's this guy? He's like a like random uh uh. Ground He's a forest ranger. Forest ranger, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of you know where my mind went. Uh, hey, boo boo. Yeah. Jim See, and I thought Jimmy Carter was a bad guy because of this. He's like one of the nicest guys ever. Poor Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Good old-fashioned looting. Nothing beats that. Release the dogs. <laughs> yeah, I've been starving them, teasing them, singing off key. Me, my mama, me, mama. He's dead now. Yeah. What a great butterfly effect. Goodbye, Marge. I'll miss you. That's a nice uh, sunset there. It is. Which we can't see here because we are in a cloud of smoke. Yeah. He says his name is Homer, and he works at the nuclear plant. That's a good bit. Yeah, like it. The the jokes in this are really strong. It's just the um, story is just all over the place. Like it's it just seems to jump. Hey, watch it! <laughs> the wise guys in there. Of course he is. I didn't expect all this. Well, we never should have let you go. From now on, I'll use my gossip for good instead of evil. Three cheers for Marge Simpson. Now, Marge, we have a special treat for you. All right. Oh yes, yeah. they turned yeah. Jimmy Carter into. It's beautiful. See, and I got—I didn't get this. It just looks. Remember that? Uh, was it the Ronaldo statue? That's terrible. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's a weird-ass ending. I feel like they couldn't figure out an ending 
and they're they just yeah, they're just kind of like all the place. that episode had it had a better ending in the third act that would be into the nine i'd give it i'm gonna give it an 8.9 because the jokes were very strong they had us laughing throughout there were a lot of candidates many many candidates for best gag here but the story after act one yeah. Just it was all over the place. It was, it was like a Family Guy episode almost. A little bit, just in kind a way. of all over the place. A little yeah. bit with the cutaways and stuff, right? Um, yeah. I think that's probably why, as a kid, there were obviously jokes I didn't get, but the way that the story jumps after Act One probably confused the crap out of me uh, as a kid. So that's probably why I thought it was, you know, not not quite A material, but it's still mm-hmm. it is an A. I'm gonna give it an eight point nine. That was that was pretty okay. funny. What are you going with? Uh, I'm thinking 8.5. Yeah, it had a, it had enough to warrant an A, but not much. I don't after think it that. deserves to be that close to nine territory for me. Uh, I think it started out really strong, and then it just kind of got really jumbled up and confusing. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it just didn't flow well, and it's that ending too. Like uh, the the Jimmy Carter as Marge visual is kind of nice. The statue was kind of cool, but like you're, it just didn't. It, it felt forced, you know what I mean? It was like, we had this whole jump around, jump around, jump around, ending. It just felt like that. Um, a lot of good candidates, though, for best gag. What are you going with? Good gags. Very yeah, good. but I have to go with the opening of the juice. Yeah. The infomercial for the juice. Uh, the juicer. Yeah. That's like, just so funny. I don't know how, like, if you're going to choose something different, I'm going to be really surprised. But to me, that's the standout gag. Uh, and it is probably the best part of this episode. Yeah, I am. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with a tie because I can't decide between. The, that's one of them. Like, how in the world? I. It's got to be Conan. That seems like a Conan thing. How in the hell did they come up with the the the, the, the getting the juice out of the orange? You know, like the pressing it against <laughs> your head. Has to be a better way. Like, how did they come up with that? That is, it's just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. The other one I want is because I just picture the visualization or the visualization. I visualize, imagine you're a kid, you know, if you stayed for lunch, mm-hmm. you, you probably had like a sandwich, an apple or a banana, maybe a Dunkaroo um, juice box. Could you imagine if somebody next to you, their lunch in their lunchbox because their dad was so useless was a packet of sugar and peanut butter smeared on a playing card, not like a spoon <laughs> of peanut butter. But Homer, so that meant Homer had to have found like a packet of cards somewhere, or playing cards, and that for some reason he couldn't throw anything else together aside from a packet of sugar and peanut butter <laughs> smeared on a playing card. So I actually did, I gave that when I was an intern uh, at out of college. I actually did give that to my boss at the time. Um, that just packed, and he had no idea because he he didn't think I'd actually follow through on the reference. So when I actually showed up and gave him a packet of sugar and peanut butter and a playing card, uh, he thought that was. That was pretty great. Great reference because he was a Simpsons fan. Hey, those are calories, you know. That'll keep you going throughout the day. Man, my buddy who uh, who works in uh, in the military, he says uh, when he was doing his, his training, there were some days when there was – because the military food is absolute garbage. Come on, Canada. Get our – put some money into that. Like the, the food is horrible. Um, he said that some of the guys, they had like these packets – they look like packets of ketchup, but they were peanut butter inside. That's pretty much all they ate because the food was so bad. They'd be out doing stuff, you know, 36 hours at a time. They'd just be mucking packs of peanut butter to get the, the sugar and the protein at least uh, from that because the rest of the food was so terrible. Um, Sounds awful. Yeah, yeah, figure it out. Um, give the, those poor guys and girls some uh, some food that they deserve, the good food that they deserve. 
Um, but yeah, this one, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's, it's nowhere near the highs that we've seen. It's nowhere near the kind of mediocre-ish of like the clip show or streetcar or anything like that. But, uh, it's, um, it's, it's fine. It seems like an episode where they had an idea of something, but the idea just fizzled out because they couldn't figure out a great way to make part two of, out of part one. So yeah, it's, it's not too bad. And then we got we get Krusty's comeback as a as a good send off for season four. So my mind is already kind of going there because that one is fantastic. But uh, even more fantastic, of course, is when Shane does plug time. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, Simpsons underscore UBE, and get at us. And evidently, you can also uh, get at us through Spotify, which is uh, news to me. But you can do that too if you'd like. <laughs> um, yeah, and then beyond that, if uh, you're on Spotify, most of you people are. Uh, if you want to follow and rate us five stars, please. Um, yeah, that'd be great. And then uh, if you want to donate some money to Nick and I for the show, uh, there's a link in the description called Buy Me a Coffee. Donate a few bucks there, and we can buy our own juicer. I thought our money... Or maybe just oranges to shove on our eyes. No, I th- oh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, say prevent scurvy. Um, but maybe, like, I thought we were putting our money into the Willy Wonka Day. So far, we've raised over $44,000 for our Willy That's Wonka true, Day yeah. th- to take place in 2024. One guy from Belgium. Thank you. Yes. Um, so we're only about $250,000 short of making that a reality. So, so, you know, just... just Singapore, get on that. Yeah, yeah a couple need, of pennies uh, here and yeah. there, you know. Um, you know, a nickel a day, cup of coffee an hour. Hope somebody gets that office, office reference. But we're, we're, we're getting close. We're getting there. We'll make it happen. So you can be a part of that. Uh, anybody who... What's the incentive prize if they if they donate to that and we, we make Willy Wonka Day a reality? Uh, they get to come to Willy Wonka Day uh, without having to buy a ticket. Okay, so they pay, maybe they maybe they get first they access. They get a VIP pass. Maybe they yeah. get first access at Huck and Stuff at the Grandpa. Absolutely, they get yeah. they get like the best tomatoes, the best pineapples, stuff like that to hurl, right? Yeah, they get one hour alone with them. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, my challenge to Shane—well, it's actually more of a challenge to himself because he's running out of ideas—is going to be a third of his uh, spooky, sexy murder mystery podcast intros. He's done a fantastic job. I hope uh, everyone's here. enjoying. Oh those. man, it kind of takes a little bit of time. They've been so good. I have there been there's some been some great feedback uh, on on Twitter about them. Uh, some of our our regulars uh, have, have, have liked it, that's for sure. Um, you're in a good job. I'm surprised nobody's come at you with an offer to do movies or something like that, but maybe this will be the one. Maybe this will be the clincher that gets you into the Hollywood <laughs> ranks. Let's hear it. Here we go. <clears throat> Coming up next, number three of the Sexy Spooky Mystery Murder Podcast That Doesn't Exist by Shane Lynch. Welcome back, listeners. Today we touch upon a mystery that swept the nation, an attempted murder mystery of a small town's billionaire resident who shot Mr. Charles Montgomery Burns. During the course of this investigation, we have been made aware of untold forgivable things this wealthy individual has committed. Do we blame the perpetrator for their actions? And just who is the shooter? Join me as we pull back the wrinkles and find the vein to this chilling mystery. Shut you! 
can solve the mystery, you could win the prize of a lifetime. A chance to be animated with The Simpsons. Every time you complete a 1-800-COLLECT call, you and the person you call are automatically entered. Or call 1-800-RULES-FOR-YOU for details and alternate means of entry in The Simpsons Mystery Sweepstakes. Keep watching Fox for clues and don't miss The Simpsons season premiere on September 17th to find out who done it and to see if you're a winner.